peace was not an easy thing to reach, of course. We agreed early on that there would be no true recompense for all who had died, but we could start with those who died during the winter. We got the armies to help bury the dead and make tribute to their families. Then the kings formally agreed to bring an end to the war. The face stepped back from the dark magic, leaning on safer things to keep themselves sane and to help push back the corruption. The humans stopped producing their soldiers at the expense of their poor and began focusing on fixing the problems their experiments created. There was a long period after that, where the only contact they had was through letters sent back and forth. It took a while for people to be ready to move past their ingrained hatred and prejudice. Some clung to what they thought was the truth, while others worked to make room in their minds for the real truth before setting out with olive branches. We kept a close eye as those first tentative friendships began, and we got to see them bloom into something that would inspire their kingdoms. It took a few generations for the walls built between the humans and the Fae to truly crumble. But they did, and it was well worth the wait. I don't know if we fully understood what immortality meant when we agreed to it. No one can understand what it is to live forever. To see generations be born and die in a world that is ever-growing and evolving. It can be quite lonely at times. That's why there are four of us. This way we always have each other and we don't have to worry about one of us getting jealous. Plus, you can't tell me that you regret it. Think of all the things we've seen since the end of the war. All of the life, the art, the music, the joy. You can't tell me it isn't worth it. Oh... I wouldn't trade it for anything. I'd have paid any price to see this outcome. We used to wonder when the war would end the world. It never occurred to us that we would see the end of the war first. Yes, it was hard, and it has been hard since then. But it's been worth every second of seeing this world flourish into something we never thought it could be. And to think. It all started with a strange woman in a cave asking us what we would be willing to give to see the end of the war. <laughs> Our mortality never came up as an option, but I have few regrets. We were also talking about what we thought a world without war would look like. Another piece of irony to the start of the story. If only we knew. But then again, we didn't need to know what would happen. We had just enough hope to try. We couldn't quite dream big enough back then, because war was all we had ever known. But without it, this world has turned into such a beautiful thing. It isn't perfect by any means, and we hit quite a few roadblocks along the way, but it's better than we imagined. It's nearly time for us to leave. We'll finish preparations while you finish the tale. All right. Sometimes I find myself thinking of the people who rescued my mother and kept her alive long enough to deliver me. Did they live to see the start of this new world? Do they know that it was because of their kindness this world has peace? I like to think my mother would be proud of me. One of the things I've pushed for before we disappeared was the cessation of the use of demon's blood and with the war over, the experiment ended. 
Those who had been subjects were given the best medical treatment available to keep them comfortable, and with the help of the Fae, some were even restored to normal lives. There was no undoing what had been done to them, or to the soldiers on either side, but in time they were able to heal. James and the Druidus, along with other shepherds, worked together to relocate and bring an end to the twisted ones that remained. The Fae turned their attention from destruction to restoration, slowly but surely bringing life back to the blighted lands. I heard some have even begun producing edible crops, if not in abundance. I never thought that would happen, but I guess since they were the ones who blighted the lands, it makes sense they would be the ones to heal them. You know, sometimes I find myself wondering if this is all a dream. Maybe we did all freeze to death that winter, and this is just the strange afterlife we find ourselves in. Then someone like you shows up asking to hear the story, and in the telling I'm reminded that it'll happen because there's no way I can make up an afterlife such as this. So, thank you for the reminder and for being such a wonderful listener. This has been lovely, but I'm afraid I really must go. Some of the great beasts have been spotted, migrating around the edge of the continent, and we have been requested to bear witness. Reports also say that some of the twisted ones are among the pack, so we need to make sure James gets there on time, just in case, because the more shepherds, the better. You're welcome to stay here, of course. There's plenty of food, and the caravan you came with will be passing by soon. You can travel home with them. Are you not joining us, then? I have your pack prepared, and we have more than enough food. I guess you're coming with us, then. We should be back by winter, but in any case, you can write to whoever you need to write to and let them know you're well. They'll make sure it gets to wherever it needs to be. Come on now, we don't have all day. Before we get into the credits, I just wanted to say a quick thank you for everyone who has joined me on this journey and has stuck with me from the beginning. I've been trying to find a way to tell this story for years, and I have to say I'm really proud of how this came out. also want to say an extra thanks to all of my lovely cast members who joined me in this. Sad, David, Robbie... Dustin, Jordan, you were all wonderful, and I couldn't have done this without you, and it was an absolute pleasure working with you. Listeners, I hope you enjoyed this show as much as I did. And while this story is done, I have more that I will be telling, and I hope you enjoy those too. Until then, have a good life, and never forget to be kind. You have been listening to Ceasefire, the story of the end of a war that did not end the world. This story was written and produced by Brianna Jean as part of Pseudonym Social, a creative podcast network changing reality one story at a time. In this episode, you can hear the voices of Brianna Jean as Vivian, Zadkiel Basky-Huff as Sam, 
David Telstra as James, Jordan Marie as the Druidess, and Robbie Weiss as the Spirit. You can support all of our productions over at patreon.com pseudonymsocial. To get more information on this or any of our other shows, check out our website at pseudonymsocial.com. <laughs>